Welcome to Blended Blessed and Always a Mess, the Halley episode. I'm Eric. And I'm Angie. We're married with a crap ton of kids. So many kids. Six kids total. He has three and I have three. Our show is about our blended, blessed, and always a mess life. And our hope is that if you would happen to find yourself in the same situation, that by sharing our story, some of it fun, some of it a mess, some challenges, uh, but always rewarding experiences mostly. It'll give you some inspirations, laughs, and community knowing you are not alone in the mess. So we welcome Hallie. Yeah. Hallie, you, are you excited to be here? Excited is a word. <laughs> and that is Hallie. In that, that Hallie. statement right there, that is Hallie. So Hallie, give her, we're going to give a little background on Hallie. Okay. So she is our oldest crew member. She is the big 2-0 and she's going into her junior year. Got rid of one zoo. teenager. Yep, she hit hit her twenties. Congrats on beating teen pregnancy. Oh, that's what she says. <laughs> that's she literally that. I was about to say that. I, I didn't know, know if it was you. appropriate. I mean, we gotta make a couple jokes. They're, here there. they're already when censoring she, me. When she turned twenty, she was like, I beat teen pregnancy. It was like, all right. I wanted to have a beat teen pregnancy party, but they shut that down. <laughs> so what you're gonna find out about Hallie is she is very real. They've already she, found that out. Yeah, she does not sugarcoat anything. And as we were uh, talking about her being on the podcast, I'm like, all right, here's here's a few ideas of what we might uh, chat about. And she was like, I don't need to prep. I'm just I'm just going to wing it. I'm going to just That's say my whatever. Girl right there. Which is like yeah. her, her and Eric have a lot of similarities. So, we're you know, we might have to do a lot of a editing on this one i'm not sure <laughs> honey we can't all follow your script yeah before we started life's not mom, a script mom and eric were both like okay these are the cuss words that you can't say <laughs> well it's true we have to keep this pg rated for kids that are listening and if you know me i'm not a pg rated person so <sighs> but she is very real obviously so some fun facts uh, about hallie angie yeah, Hallie, jump in here too. So I was just thinking about like, okay, what are what are some facts about Hallie as I think about her growing up? And let's let's start with your name. Yeah. Hallie. I love it. I love her name. It's we spell it H A L L I E. And um we got it off of the parent trap movie. We were watching that movie and that was one of the twins' name. I love that movie. One thing I will say about that though. Is you wanted to be the other twin? No, oh. no. People constantly. I think I spend half my life probably Haley. Yeah, answering to just answering to Haley or telling people how to spell it. Or my favorite is, were you named after Halle Berry? <laughs> well, you know, when you're thinking about a name for your kid, you don't really realize like how it's going to be utilized. And literally, when we um, brought you home from the hospital, your dad said. Haley. And I'm like, oh, God, people are going to call her Haley. Like, it was never even a thought because you pick out a name and it's like, Hallie, that's going to be her name. Like, I did not run through what people might get it mixed up with. So it's just one name I've always just said, don't ever name your kid. And if you're listening to this and you named your child that or your name that, I'm sorry, but there's one name that I've always been like, initially, you immediately (laughs) exit out. Any guesses? Richard? No. Oh, that's a good one. Though. <laughs> that's a good one, but no. Anything like first name, middle name, Lynn, or like no. a two first names. No. Something Lynn. Polly. That's the Polly. dog's name. Polly want a cracker? 
Polly want a cracker? I mean, you would immediately do that. Every person would be like, oh, Polly want a cracker. Polly want a cracker. Polly's our puppy's name, but guess what we call her? Poopy. (laughs) Or you could do that. It's because she gets poop stuck to her butt. And we're off. And we're off. Um, What else about Hallie should we know? So I will say that uh, Hallie also prayed for a brother and a sister. Thanks a lot. And uh, she got what she wanted. (laughs) Big mistake. She got twins, brother and a sister. We we would say, "Uh, don't you mean or or a brother or a sister? And no, a brother and a sister. So she she prayed for Chase and Summer, and it happened. She had a lot of insight when I was pregnant with them. She'd always, I mean, she was adamant. She knew it was a boy and a girl, even up till, I mean, when we found out, she just was not even surprised it was a boy and a girl. And even their position, she said the girl was on top and the boy was on bottom. It's really just because I'm better than everyone. <laughs> oh my God. Here we go. <laughs> Let's talk about your love for animals because you are Dr. Doolittle. Okay. <laughs> Well, I mean, really, since you were a little kid, like no, yeah. animal, 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 yeah. animal, animal. How many animals have you had, do you think? Um. Oh, my God. I don't even know if I could, like, go back and remember them all. What's your favorite animal you've ever had? Not my goldfish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, my horse. Because I just wanted that for so long. I wanted a horse for so long, ever since I was little. And I worked so hard for it that once I finally got it... Um, I haven't been able to stay away from them. So you've fallen off. You've broken how many things? <laughs> Actually, I've only broken one thing. I've ankle? only broken my tailbone. Tailbone. That's right. Yeah. What'd you do to your ankle, though? I, I tore a ligament. Okay, so that doesn't count as breaking. I mean, it kind of counts. <laughs> <laughs> kind of broke my head a little bit, too, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, we are going to talk about a lot of things today. And one of those, you did switch schools in the seventh grade uh, all while moving town. And then a year later, your mom and dad separated. Yeah. So lots packed in a tough lot situation to a couple there. years. And we'll yeah. talk about that a little bit today because that's kind of what, you know, the podcast about blended blessed families. And when we have the kids on, it it's one of those things where we don't know everything that you were thinking at that point in time. I don't either. Uh, we're still <laughs> I mean, we still try to figure it out, but I do think it's important especially as the oldest child and somebody that is trying to figure it out still and has figured a lot of it out is like what that's been like, how you advice you'd give to other kids that are going through something similar, what you wish we, you know, your mom might have done different things that, you know, I'm divorced as well that, you know, some a right. dad could do different. Right. Things like that. I will say like even so like Lexi, similar situation to me was also the oldest, had two younger siblings and she's been through two divorces. I've only been through one. And I will say like, even though we're both very similar situations, if you talk to either of us, we will both tell you about very different experiences and what we took away from all of it. So the one thing that I will say is like, not a, obviously not every divorce is the same and every single kid, whether what age you are or boy, girl, whatever role you play in the family, everybody's going to come away with it with a different situation. So all that we can do is try to go at it with an open mind. Obviously, that's been five, six years now. Six. Yeah. It's been a long time. And I met you a little over two years ago. And whether you know it or not, I think you do. You are continuing to grow and super proud of your growth in several different areas. But what, what was probably the hardest thing for you at that time 
14-ish years old, trying to figure it all out? I mean, honestly, for me, it's really hard to look back because um, one thing that I've learned, I I do therapy. I go to therapy. One thing that I've learned Super is proud. Like, That's good. When you're young, old, whatever, when you go through a traumatic experience, sometimes your brain like blocks things out. And so being completely honest, I don't remember a whole lot of it at all. Um, your brain kind of decides, oh, that was scary. So we're just gonna, we're gonna act like we don't remember it. And you have like traumatic amnesia, basically. But my immediate knee jerk reaction to that question would probably be and something I think summer's going through too is packing up and like living out of a bag. And going back and forth and, like, you're doing that, but your other friends don't have to. And that's kind of hard to understand sometimes. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Uh, Another thing, like, being the oldest is, like, you don't really worry about yourself during that time. You're like, Mm -hmm. what do I do for my younger siblings? You feel more responsible. It makes sense when you say it out loud, but I hadn't thought about that. Right. Yeah. So, like, when when I – from what I remember from my experience is – I don't remember a whole lot of what I was feeling, honestly. It was more like being there for Chase and Summer and making sure that they have their crap together. (laughs) And crap is good. Okay. Having their crap together, making sure they get from point A to point B. Because not long after that, I started driving. I'm sure Chase and Summer will tell you that I was a B word. Yes. <laughs> We've never heard that. Never ever. Um, because I would get up in the morning and like take have my stuff together and then I'd have to be like, okay, you guys got to get your stuff together. And they did not have it together <laughs> at all. I didn't either, actually. I still don't. Nobody has it together no matter what that's they right. tell you. But that's kind of the first thing that comes to mind, you honestly. Know, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But you did bring up driving your siblings to school and your mom did write down in the notes that you can pull a horse trailer like a boss. Yes. And that's that's impressive. Yeah, except my track record without a trailer behind my vehicle is a little sketchy. Hey, <laughs> okay, I wasn't going to bring that up. I was, and she beat me to it. Hallie with a truck without a trailer, sketchy. Trailer with truck, well, solid. Well, because yeah. you've... Weird. Well, you've... My baby's back there. <laughs> like, oh, okay, you know, yeah, all gotta right. Gotta be a little more careful. I've backed out of that driveway. I'm not going to talk about the incident, but I'm referencing <laughs> incident. an incident that... Some people, she made the news. Some people know about. I've backed out of that driveway many times with a bumper pull trailer. That'll, that I mean, bumper pulls are known to jackknife on you if you're not too careful. Backed out of that with a horse, truck, and trailer. No incident. Take the trailer off. All of a sudden, you can't see anything. It's so oh, weird. you can't see. It's anything. so weird. <laughs> Hallie backed into a school bus. A full-sized school bus. With kids. With kids on it. How do you not see that? The kids You were... made the news. You made the news. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> did do that. That was awesome. But put a horse trailer on but it I will fine. say, at the end of my senior year, when they were giving out senior awards, I did not get worse driver. Wow. So there's somebody out there worse than me. That's good. That's good. One thing I want to weigh into with Hallie talking about kind of what's hard with kids, the going back and forth, is that when she moved into her apartment from college, that was literally probably the first time in how many years where you you didn't have to live out of bag. You had all, all your stuff. stuff. And so I just I knew when she moved in that apartment, she would love that vibe because she didn't have to live out of a bag and have clothes spread out in several different houses. Yeah, I it was um, a little bit of an adjustment. I still kind of, by, I guess, 
like reflex, I guess, for lack of better words, pack a bag and live out of it sometimes still. I still will keep like stuff in my car because when you're going back and forth, sometimes you don't have time. Like if you're at your mom's and you left something at your dad's, like sometimes you don't have time to just go back for it. And so I still leave like you never know. I have a jacket in my car just in case it gets cold. I have snacks. Who knows? So here's a positive. You're prepared. Yep. (laughs) For any situation. Yep. (laughs) He's prepared for all things. All the things. Chase was on, and he talked about what it was like being a 13-year-old in a blended family mm-hmm. and what that was like going through the Doback experience. Mm-hmm. Your experience has not been quite as much as Chase because you have been gone mm-hmm. for most of the last two years. But we do want to talk to the oldest and the one in their 20s about what it's like to be in a blended family and get some of your takes and thoughts on that. And so I guess... One of the questions that we have is what advice would you give to kids that are maybe they've gone through a divorce. Now, you're welcome to give advice on going through the divorce. You kind of did that a little bit, but give that. But then also as your parents start dating and you feel like, okay, this might be going somewhere. What is that experience like? Honestly, at the beginning, it it wasn't much of an experience because mom tried to hide it from us. <laughs> um, so that first part, I have shaka. Angie was keeping the walls <laughs> up and trying to protect everybody. Um, I have I have no advice for that first part. I will say, like I know you guys have talked about before, there's no rules. Like I can't tell, I can't give, I can't really, in good faith, give anybody advice. Because, one, I've only been through this once, and there's no book. But we always say it's different for everyone. So whatever we're saying is not the gospel. It's just here was our experience, and here's what I thought was good about it, and here's what I thought was bad about it. Well, from the point of view of parents to your kids, I will say give them grace because I I don't want to use the word normal, but I'm going to. For a normal family, by normal I mean mom mom and dad married still living in the same home you have you have that your family grouping you have your community at your school so like your friends your school activities that kind of thing and then eventually you have a job so you have those three things well when mom and dad get divorced and either they're dating or they remarry somebody or they move or you've got different houses now that adds another branch off and then you start dating. So now you have your friends, you have school, you have dating, you have mom's house, dad's house, other siblings. That is a lot for a one person to be pulled in so many directions. And that's not like a normal thing. Nobody teaches you that growing up. Hmm. And you have to learn how to split up your time sooner than than you might if your parents were still together. Interesting. So yeah. that's something that you're forced to learn at an age that you're not really ready to – you shouldn't have to be learning that, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, it really does. That's good, good yeah. advice. Yeah. So, I mean, good input. I mean, before you can even drive, you're trying to split up your time properly and learn time management when you're 12, 13 years old, when really all you should be worried about is um, your friends and homework really, and Mm. your little extracurriculars, but now you're worried about, I got to think ahead of time and pack the right stuff and chasing somewhere all the time. I get frustrated with them myself, but they leave stuff places and somebody's got to go get it. And I get frustrated with them myself, but you got to give them grace because they're being pulled in 10 different directions. And it's hard trying to split yourself up like that. I keep trying to explain that to your mom. 
She's got to give them more grace. Oh, and what? <laughs> what are you smoking? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, but another thing, like, to branch off of that, too, is you're trying to figure out who the hell you are. Going through middle school and high school, there's so much pressure from, like, society and, like, social aspects and that kind of thing figuring out where you fit in with life and you really still you don't really ever figure it I out think your mom and i are still trying to figure it out in our 40s right but you feel forced you know just from society to fig- be know where you are and where you fit into what kind of clicks and be forced to streamline yourself into this one type of person and if your parents are different also when you go to your dad's house, you might feel like you have to fit into that form. And then you go to your mom's and you have to fit into another form. And it starts to split you up. And that's difficult to fig- be trying to figure out who you are and having to fit into these different lifestyles. And you feel like you're forced to be different people. I mean, that's really difficult. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. I mean, I see it just in some of our conversations that we have around even just with Chase of Am I a country type of boy or am I a city type of boy? And and the answer is you can be all the things, but I think when kids are young, you naturally you don't see that and you think you have to pick one. Right. I I agree with that. And I I'm not saying that's divorce's fault. I'm saying that's just like a society yeah. problem that's already an issue. I just think it gets exacerbated when you're a child of divorced parents. Exacerbated may be the biggest word used on this podcast ever. <laughs> Congratulations. That and mom's maiden name, Oleg Schlager. That's a big, that's right. a big award. My yes. goodness. Wow. Well, I did just take a business philosophy class. So. <laughs> Good. Dang. Okay. So that's, that's deep. I like that a lot. And I can see where as a parent, I know that I'm not thinking, oh my gosh, they're having to adapt to my house. And being this kind of kid and being that kind of kid it's at their a, other parents' yeah. house. I just figure you're the same kid. It's an identity That's my crisis. Fault, I guess. I, I didn't. Not it's an I, identity crisis as a teenager. Hmm. And people don't normally think of that as being a part of it, but it is. Well, I think the, the thing that parents going through a divorce have to recognize is while you're reeling from your own situation – you can't lose sight of what the kids are going through. And even even like, you know, I know when you and I first started dating, like that's an exciting time. And so it can be distracting, right? But it's then still it's very hard exciting for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to like also focus on the kids' needs, right? I mean, I think as parents you get pulled in a bunch of different directions too and try to wear all these different hats and then here the kids are also reeling from it as well. So it's a lot. Yeah, and another thing uh, to go back to society, something that I'm seeing that I think f- started when um you guys got divorced was just starting to become a thing is the statistic for divorces now I think is 50% of all marriages. It, no, it's more. And if you – yeah, it's closer. It's 55 to 60 right. now and then it gets higher the more, like, if you have another divorce, it's even higher. Right. And yeah. so something that I've recently started to notice and had an epiphany about recently was now divorce is more mainstream, more normal. Again, I hate to use that word. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, when you get divorced, 
and the kids are going through it. Everybody's like, oh, like your parents got divorced. I'm sorry. Like, how's that going? Like all of that. Well, I feel like it first started when I was younger that, oh, well, my parents are divorced too, or my parents are divorced too. And so you're, those feelings that you're having are made normalized and you're like, oh, I'm not supposed to. Everybody else is going huh, through it too. Yeah, so my feelings my don't matter. And I think it's becoming a more of a regular thing. And I don't think it's good because now these kids are not acknowledging their own feelings. And I think it's important for the parents to reach in and be like, hey, this is not, this is like, you know, this is a not okay thing. Like, I understand like what you're going through and reach in and make sure that they're feeling their feelings. So I agree with you. And that's really smart. Everything you just said is like incredibly smart and intelligent. Very proud of you for saying that. Like some Thank of what you. you're saying, I'm not, you know, things I haven't even thought Again, about. Again, I'm better than everyone. So. <laughs> okay. But then I would also, I would also push back a little bit in that you, I agree with what you're saying. But when someone that cares about you does try to reach in, it is difficult for you then to accept that and share. Is that wrong? No, for me personally, yeah. But I think what I went through added to that, okay. right? So okay. like I, now that I'm older and if people try to reach in and do feelings with me, I'm like, nope, feelings aren't normal. That's what we I'm saying. We like, I feel like we, don't we try feelings. to reach in No, now. that's exactly what I'm saying. And I, that's why I'm saying that it's a problem. Yeah. That's kind of where I I'm going with it. Yeah. It's so like you're, a, you're helping the other kids understand that it's okay to share yeah, those because feelings I didn't because feel, you didn't. And now you, you wish right, and now you could I'm maybe. Seeing, or, now I'm seeing the effects mm-hmm. of that with myself and my relationships with people. Yeah. Because I'm like, no, feelings are weird. And they're wrong. You're like Carter. You're like Carter that way. Yeah. Yeah. I just push it deep down. (laughs) And I I think for me as a mom, like if I look back and reflect on what I could have done different, I think I just tried to make everything so positive, right? Because I just wanted to – I knew everybody was struggling and try to keep that – create that environment without really acknowledging, like to Hallie's point of like, this sucks – and I don't know. I, I think I probably tried to cover up too much and just be like, okay, let's, you know, let's just have happy vibes and we're going to get through this versus like embracing the suck and then sharing the suck with the kids. Cause I, I didn't do that. And, and like, I acknowledge like that. I'm sure like as a parent, like you've been, I know that it's difficult. Like you've been married to that person for so long. You have kids with them. Like you're, you're struggling yourself and trying to like, Make that environment happy and positive for your kids is not a bad thing. Yes, do that. But also, if it's just that and you don't find that happy balance, your kids are going to be like, oh, well, it's supposed to be happy times. And I'm supposed to act happy and act like I'm okay with everybody and fake this positive vibe when deep down you're in your room all pissed off. Yeah. And then you become an angsty teenager <laughs> and you rebel. She's not a teenager anymore. But sneak a little, out to parties. Still and, a little angst. No, I'm kidding. Still but a angst. No, but yeah, that's just me trying to make my point. Like yeah. finding that good balance. And again, there's no right way. To, this is There's really no right way to do it. No, you're, this is really enlightening. Well, I've never talked about it before because, you know, when you're younger, everybody just, you know, well, one, divorce is coming normal, more of a normal thing. And everybody's like, well, that sucks. I'd like have an idea because they know somebody who got divorced. You have an idea of what they're going through. But somebody needs to ask these kids, 
what what do you want right now? What what are you feeling? Are you are you pissed at me? You can be sorry. You can say that. Are you pissed at me? You can be pissed at me. That's okay. I would be angry too. Or like however you want to do that and let them be angry. Let them throw their sucker in the dirt and let them feel those feelings. Sucker in the dirt. Thank you. Who are Patent you right pending. Now? Wow. Um, wow. No, but <laughs> let let them do that and let them feel those feelings and then let them work it out and figure out how to climb that ladder back up to being okay. You sound really smart right now. <laughs> I'm really impressed with he you. Didn't, he didn't think I was smart before. That is not true. <laughs> That's what he just said. That Let the internet know true. that Eric Brimmer did not think Holly was smart that before this podcast. Said. You just sound incredible. Just because low. I failed chemistry one time, I'm you dumb now. You didn't even fail. You didn't even fail. <laughs> But that's another story. She thought she failed. She found out later that she didn't. Anyway, here's what I would say is that, no, I I don't think that. I think that your mom and I say this all the time is that you, when we, if, if you ever go into situations with other adults, you're really good at becoming an incredibly smart and talented adult right away. Like you fit in. And I don't know that you give yourself enough credit for that. Maybe you do and you just don't let us know that. But Well, I've been we trying see... to tell you guys, I am better than everyone. <laughs> <laughs> like... But we see when you're in a scenario where you're with new older adults, professionals, that you, you, you do very well in those scenarios. I also, piggybacking off of that, that's not a bad thing either. But... I recently read a study. I was studying up for this podcast, so everybody knows. Um, that You did more than I did for this episode. Um, Eric wings it a little more than I do. But kids who are told when they're younger, and I remember being told this, you're really mature for your age or you're an old soul or you're really wise for your age or grown up for your age, whatever that may be. That's a that can be a sign that you potentially felt yourself like you had to mature sooner than you were supposed to. Interesting. And so, when you get older, it's a good thing, right? Because you can adapt to those situations. Like me, I'm 20, but I can act like I'm 40 if I need to. But that's just my brain, almost as a defense mechanism, being like. I can be an adult if I need to, or I feel like I have to be. Let's switch gears slightly. Okay. What advice would you give to bonus parents? Because you got Michelle, you've got me. That's just for you, but other kids are going to go through the same thing. What advice would you give to people like us? I we're would just s- trying to love you and teach you the best <laughs> that we can. I'm about to get a lecture, everybody. No, that's <laughs> not true. I haven't really thought about that because it's – overall been generally like a smooth transition and there's gonna be bumps in the road but I would say for other kids which it's hard if you're like you know like Dane or Chase and Summer's age um sit your kids down and ask them what they want just ask them you want me to ask you what you want well that's you want me to sit down as your your bonus parent and say hey Hal what do you need for me what can I do for you yeah and they're probably gonna be like Screw you. Yeah, no, that sounds like you. Yeah. yeah. No, We've had you that asked me. You're asking me what yeah. I want. No, but and, – and don't push, but just learn your boundaries and learn what, what they want out of the relationship. And probably at first, they're going to be like, I want nothing to do with you. Speaking from just experience. At first, just at first. Most of the time, maybe. <laughs> Which every kid's different. I'm just saying, like, maybe make it a normal thing to sit your kids down and be like, what do you want? Even if it's not like a bonus parent thing, 
Because, like, as you're, as a parent, you're like, These are, this is how I'm going to parent you. I'm your parent. This is how things are going to go. And you don't have to listen to your kid because they are young and dumb. They don't know what they're talking about. But make them feel like their opinion and how they feel is valued. If, Interesting. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. I hear what you're saying to You're me. hearing one ear out the other. <laughs> I, I am hearing and processing our conversation, honey. Now, after this podcast, I'm going to probably come up with like a hundred times better no, we, answer. Um, unfortunately, we can't have you back. But... This was your one shot. Um, <laughs> what then has surprised you about being in this big ass blended family? Uh, what has surprised you and what do you what do you like about it? We could ask what you dislike, but that'd be a podcast part two. What do you, what do you, what have you learned? What do you like about it? I just think we all learn from each other. I I think it's as simple as that. I, I can learn from Lexi. Actually, I think I might've talked about this in my speech at the wedding. And I'm just going to use Lexi as an example because I've already thought about this a lot and um, we're very close in age and we've talked about it, but Lexi is more of a Lexi, I love you, don't take this the wrong way. She's a, like a softer, more in tune to her emotions person than I am. And I'm yeah, very like I am. I see my Yeah. No. Um and I see myself as very like rough around the edges. You're not just like, seeing yourself that way. <laughs> he's not gonna let me talk. <laughs> he asks me questions Go and ahead. wants I'm me sorry. to answer. I'm sorry. Now I'm going to lose my train of thought. It's going to be a bad deal. We're going to have to start all over. You see yourself as rough around the edges. Right. And um, see, now I can't remember where I was going. (laughs) No. Okay. So, yes, we're learning from each other. Lexi's um, more graceful with people. I feel like she gives people a little more grace. And I'm immediately like, burn all the bridges. And I'm never talking to this person again. Blah, 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 blah. But – Lexi can learn from me, I feel like, to be a little more – I've helped her be a little more outgoing, get herself into situations that make her uncomfortable and just, like, full sending it. And I can learn from Lexi that I need to give people a little more grace and not every – you know, not everybody is a bad person. I try to see things from their point of view. And it's okay to cry. It's I've true. learned that from Lexi. Yeah. You, you say awesome. one nice thing to her. Yeah, no, she's a crier. Um, no, crier. but, and I don't. I feel like crying is a you and your mom. sin. You get crying that from is your a mom. sin, people. You guys no. are like, what is this wet stuff coming from my eyes? And, yeah. and that's, emotions are coming out of my eyeballs. <laughs> that's a mom fail on my part. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like, I'm just like, all of us kids together, we all go through different experiences. We all have different emotions about the divorce. We all feel different ways about it we all have looked at it from different perspectives through different goggles and we can kind of learn from each other in that aspect like summer i don't know jack squat about makeup so i took her to the store with me the other day because i had to buy new makeup and just we can learn she things set you from everybody up. yeah for sure what so have you, what have you learned from carter Carter to push my emotions deep, deep down and not even acknowledge them. That's pretty funny. Yeah. All right. So now I'm going to ask the vulnerable question for me. Okay. What What could I do do better as a mom? And in either like right now, 
Like right now? Or I earlier. mean, either. Chick-fil-A would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A for everyone. Chick-fil-A for everybody. Either through the divorce Orange or slices. or even just now, like as you're in your 20s and everything that we've gone through. Um, Choose wisely. <laughs> yeah, if you guys don't know right now because you can't see us, my mom's staring daggers at me and threatening me to – Threatening, threatening me to make sure I say nice things. She doesn't have many daggers usually. No, so I, no, no, she's not. She's very nervous right now. Um, I feel like we prefaced it a little bit, you know, which obviously you were going through your own thing through the whole divorce. But and I deal with things my own way. But I felt very alone, like with my emotions. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't. And now, but, like, of course, I don't remember much from that whole thing. But I don't remember even from, like, our family or, like, anybody. Like, how, like, I just felt by myself because I felt like, no, everybody else's parents were still together, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Um, And while that may not be true, as a 14-year-old, it feels that way. Right. But, well, and I, I would just say you probably were. You probably were alone in some aspect of the whole thing because I actually didn't know how to deal with it either. You know what I mean? And so it's like, is that something you do really talk to kids about or do you not because it's upsetting? Like, I I know I did not. I did not dive into the emotions because I just myself didn't know how to handle it. Right. And like, that's totally fair. I'm sure as a parent, you're like, plus I'm going through my teenage years. So I've got already got a lot of hormonal emotions going on. But I'm sure as a parent, too, it's hard to be like, ooh, she's like got herself in a room. She just must want to be alone. Like that kind of thing. But you really put me on the spot with this question. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't know. That's a hard question to. Mm This is a hard one. Answer. You guys can talk for a second while I think. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. Thank you, Eric. Sing a song while she thinks of it. Yeah. yeah, you got a song to sing. I'm singing the Jeopardy theme song that's, right now. Okay. I, guess I mean, that's you guys put me on the spot just as much. No. It's one of those things where I was unprepared for this pause in the action. You know, it was a good question that your mom posed. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's things that I've, like, thought about, but just now. Well, so, okay, if that's a hard one to answer, what about, like, right now? Okay, so you've got, you know, you're in college, and then here you have this stepdad and mom, and you're at a different I'm a level. Bo- I'm a bonus dad. Bonus dad, stepdad, sorry. Bonus. But, like, you're at a different level now, right? You're an adult. What are some things? How does that relationship change? It changes a lot. Um. <laughs> I mean, it's hard making that transition. I'm sure it's hard for you guys to make that transition too. But it's sometimes, been easy for me. But go ahead. Good for you. Um, <laughs> sometimes I feel like I'm still a kid. I don't know. Like I, um, I know I'm only 20 and I'm starting to be an adult. But I think that's fair. I mean, I look at you sometimes and I see half adult, half kid. Right, and like, I think I just need like guidance to make that adult transition. It is true. Like you think about it and you start looking at your kids I'm going, sure you're 20. Right. And here's the ways I see you as an adult. And here's the ways that I see you're still as a kid. Right. And, and it's that like, doesn't gotta... that doesn't help me any. So what do you want, though, in that situation? I don't know. She want... Are you wanting me she to go back to you? She wants you to ask. She wants you to ask her what she needs. Yes. 
I don't, are you wanting us well, to be I literally like, hey, just I came think, to this realization while we were talking. Like, so. hey, I see this area that could be a, a, an adult growth improvement. Because right. right now you're still like in kid mode at 20. And I know you want to be an adult. Right. So I don't even know how we gauge that topic other than your mom and I love you and do want to be able to have those healthy conversations to help you be an adult. We don't want you to always be a child. We don't want you to always be wondering if you're doing the right things. Right. Right. So it's just figuring out how to have that conversation of, hey, Hal, you're doing really great in this area. Yeah. Here's another area that I think if you want to continue to grow into adulthood right now, we can work on that. Right. Or if you want to kind of hang out in Kidland for I, a while, yeah. we can let you hang out there. I mean, that's fine, too. Well, I would say it's also scary starting to become an adult right now because, like, I can't buy a house. <laughs> Honey, you're like, not the only one. No, I know. But I'm just saying, like, it is, like... This is getting away from the divorce thing, but okay. like somebody asked us my, today, do you want to do you want to sell your house? And I our, go, what for? Our gener like our generation is screwed. Like, like uh, minimum wage is the highest that it's ever been. But so is a house. You can't buy a home or build one or any of that. But no. But back to back to what we were talking about. I think um, it's a, it falls back a little bit on me a little bit to be like, hey. And we've, me and mom have tried this multiple times and I give up on it every time. But like, how do I balance my checkbook? What, how do taxes work? Do you know how like, lucky you are? <laughs> like, I can teach you those things. Right. But like, uh, what else? Just other things. Also, go back. Let me load. Did she just shush me? Yeah, she did. Let me load the dishwasher how I want. I'm just saying there's going to be many arguments in this house when I move back in temporarily preach on sister preach on okay. well here's the one thing i'll say we are way over on time oh, way yeah. over so oh, we're gonna shorten it yeah you did a great job we got plenty of info we oh, are super you can cut old. out that last question where i have no idea what to our say our longest podcast we've really? ever got oh yeah oh, but you've done a great job i know I'm awesome. so let me just ask you uh one more question okay. we talked about the wedding what was your favorite memory from that day First of all, the taco thing was awesome. I will say one thing I did not like. There was no queso fountain. What the hell was that about? That was your mom. I would have totally had the queso fountain. Your mom Mom. shot that down. That's your mom. Okay. We had queso. But not a fountain. I wanted it in fountain form. Me too. I cannot be perfect all the time. So. Okay. And everything else you did really good. I think my favorite part was probably – how well it worked out for us kids to be the bridal party. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would have, like, Super looking back, special. I don't think I could have seen it any other way. Yeah. It's because we really believe but I still think do, that, that we that were just having one whole family. The good memories about the whole wedding, I think, really just gets brought down by the fact that there was no queso fountain. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's that's you know one of those things where I would have been right there with you had you pushed a little harder. I would have pushed with you. So just so you know. Okay. All right, we do have to wrap up. I would say this: we didn't get one. It, Hallie did a great job, and so you know, if you send us messages, things like that, we can I'll bring back. Hallie back on the podcast over time to talk even deeper and more about this. Is obviously tonight we, we even uncovered the fact that you know you realizing there are things you want to learn in adulthood, so that's going to continue to happen. As and well. I just need to ask. Yeah, mm, I don't see that part. I know. So that I means we're going to be roadblock. we're going to be pushing a little bit. <laughs> And then, you know, one thing we didn't talk, and we'll end on this note, is I know that one of your favorite Easter Sundays ever was the morning after nope, the wedding. Nope. When we don't need to you walked you into said I couldn't say bad words and now we're gonna talk about walked this. Walked into your mom left the bathroom door open the morning after our wedding 
and you walked into the bathroom as I was getting out of the shower. And I was glad it was you because you were 18. I was not. You were 18, 19 years old at the time. So if it was going to be one kid walk in on their other new parent naked, we were glad it was you. (laughs) I mean, it is something we've laughed about as as a family ever since that day. No? When I'm telling you that I'm scarred for life i mean anytime you this is brought up, bonus, Dad. every time this is brought up i can close my eyes <laughs> and it, it's scary how vivid Angie, the picture Angie, is whose fault was it it was your guys you said no mine. you guys said if the door is closed don't come in knock when you're coming Can, to the west well, wing how would i close Both it of in the, the doors shower were open i was in the okay. shower so let me just clear this up this is all part of blending a family is that each family has their own rules. At my house, when I had my own home, the doors were open. I would shut the bathroom door and lock it if I was going to shower. Other than that, we were all getting ready in the bathroom. In Eric's house, everybody knew, his family knew that when the door was shut, you don't come in. So that morning... I walked into the bathroom and I had left the door open. I was in the shower. I could Which do nothing about this. You can come in. Which means walk right in. But I'm so used to not shutting the bedroom door, but the bathroom door was open. And anyway, yeah, Hallie walked right in and that was... There's nothing that says Happy Easter like walking in on your nude stepfather. <laughs> he is risen. All right. Now on that. I'm so glad wrap. that we ended on that. That's I have to wrap it up. Okay. All right. Logan, well, you did a great Plus. job, Hal. I'm awesome. Are we still recording? Yeah, we'll have you back oh, yeah. on. I love everyone. Kiss you on the mouth. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for this week's episode of Blended Blessed, Always a Mess. Uh, we will see you next week. Mom like, broke the door. Like, share, and we'll see you next week.